New Zealand-based home renovation company, 6,593% ROAS. Sydney-based solar company, 2,700% ROAS. Hunter region-based bathroom renovation company, 5,616% ROAS. Melbourne-based building company, 13,182% return on ad spend. Adelaide-based solar company, 2,881% return on ad spend. Guys, the list goes on and on. If you are a trade-based business and you work with projects like roofing, solar, bathroom renovations, kitchen renovations, anything like that, head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Book in a conversation. It is game changing. This is episode two of the outsourcing series, developing processes that can replace you. Giving tradies and contractors around the globe the tools to run a modern business. You're listening to Toolbox Talks from the Site Shed. Now here's your host, Matt Jones. So welcome back to Toolbox Talks on the Site Shed, where we are joined uh, in this series by Warwick and Michaela from the Tradies Business Show. Um, this is episode two. In episode one, we spoke about well, the, the topic of the uh, series is outsourcing. And in the last episode, we spoke about discovering what your strength is within your own business. And um, in this episode, we're going to talk about developing some processes that can replace you in your business. And I know this is an extremely hot topic, one that Warwick is absolutely thrilled to be discussing. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, Sorry. Uh, are we on air, are we? Yes. <laughs> Get excited. Processes can change your life. Yep. Michaela gets very excited about this stuff. (laughs) Good, good. Too excited sometimes. Well, look, guys, welcome back to the microphone. Thank you very much for joining us once again. Cheers, Matt. Good Um, to be here. So, um, look, today we're talking about developing processes. And yes, let's be honest, there's not too many people that get excited about systems and processes. Uh, However, we're going to talk about the impact that, um, you know, developing these processes can have in relation to freeing up some time for you, which could mean many things. Could mean spending more time with your family or getting things done within your business that actually makes a difference. So, That's right. Processes give you holidays. Now, who doesn't want holidays? So, let's get excited, people. <laughs> exactly. And look, no, I'm still not getting it. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Sorry, I was zoning out again. <laughs> Was is already on his 15th coffee, I reckon. <laughs> I'm cutting back. <laughs> Look, so, um, I mean, systems and processes is a big thing that sort of extends even beyond what we can talk about today from an outsourcing point of view. I mean, it really, if you've got processes and systems in place, then it, you know, can form an asset that can potentially be acquired by by another organisation. Warwick, I'm sure you would have certainly um, had this experience before with mergers and acquisitions, you know, having processes and systems in place is such a, plays such a vital role when you're trying to sell your business. Oh, absolutely. And I, uh, I often cite a great example of a, uh, a client that I consulted to to help them acquire a business. And uh, he, him and his partner actually bought a plumbing business, quite a successful plumbing business, and he wasn't a plumber. And it was only because that business had some good systems in place that he was actually able to take over that business. He's continued to grow it. He's acquired other smaller businesses in the area. And um, pretty much, you know, he's leading and managing, but he can't do the work because he's not licensed. So that's been actually a real plus for him. But yeah, the value of that business and, and the ability for him to purchase it was all based around the systems that were in place already. Yeah. And you know what? Like I've got a friend here who's an and client in, in Sydney and he's um, he's got a glazier business and for years I've been trying to help him build systems and processes into his business so that he's got something that he could potentially sell because he's been talking about wanting to get away from it for so long but for, I just can't for the life of me get him to make that change or just you know 
even make that shift in the paradigm in his thinking and just sort of get that stuff happening. It's always, the argument is always, no, you don't understand. I am my business. Mm. And mm. I always reply to him, well, you, that's right. You're 100% right. You are going to be your business for as long as you keep thinking like that and for as long as you don't have these processes in place that, that you can um, get other people doing these tasks for. And no one's going to buy him. Exactly. For sale. No, he's yep. certainly not for sale. He's very unsellable. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so- I suppose what I want to talk about really in this episode is is how would you, or firstly, why? To give, let's talk about the why. Why would you develop processes in your business? Yeah, well, besides the, the asset building that you just discussed, I think it's really important. There's a number of benefits for having everything procedurized and outsourcing and onboarding new staff is a great example of the time that can take once you've got all your workflows and systems in place. Bringing on new staff, new employees, that's so much easier. But it can also make them very accountable as well. So once they know exactly how to do something and it's written and it's the same thing all the time, you know, if there is performance issues, that's something you can manage them through. But the other thing is the level and improvement in customer service and productivity. If everybody in your business is doing the same thing and doing it the same way, there's that high level of customer service. And so when anyone's dealing with you, they're always going to get that same level. So I think that's really important for any business, whether you're going to outsource or not. But obviously for outsourcing to work and be successful, they need to know what they need to do and the right way to do it. Otherwise, it's never going to work. Okay. So what what are some typical things that you know a trade-based organization might be able to process or systemize? Well, look, there's many things, everything from answering their phone, customer service, job booking, right through to bookkeeping and accounts, which is a really popular one. And often they start with that. It's having someone, you know, look at, reconcile their accounts, get their invoices out, chase overdue amounts. All that can be very easily put into procedure that they know that whoever's doing it's going to follow the same system. You know, how long before the invoices get followed up? How do they get followed up? And, and things like that, right through to admin, exactly how you book in a job. Do you follow up the customer the day before to confirm the job afterwards? How you do a quote, when you follow up a quote, all those kind of things. So really anything that doesn't involve you being actually doing the trade on the tools can be outsourced and can certainly um, have processes in place for that to be successful. What about, Mikhail, or um, things like like specific uh, skill set required tasks? Like, I mean, actually out on site. So, I don't know, if you're a builder, it might be pitching a roof or if you're a plumber, it might be installing hot water systems. I mean, are they, kind of thing, are they things you can build systems and processes around in your experience? Yes, certainly. There may be a way that you turn up to jobs, what time, um, what you say on the job, how you actually do the job, how you clean up, what kind of paperwork needs to be done. So really everything in your business should have a process and a procedure to follow. Again, it's that customer service and then that same attention to detail that everyone in your organization is following. And again, that builds your brand and a long-term business. So I suppose the obvious question would be, okay, how am I going to get, firstly, these systems developed? And then secondly, how am I going to get my staff to follow them? Well, the biggest pushback I get is I don't have enough time Uh, If you're looking at the admin as an example, I don't have time to document that or show someone how to do it. And it's all about just the next time you're doing it, for example, it's actually just writing out what you're doing or even screen capturing how you do something. And there's software that we can put in the show notes that will explain how to do that. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's investing that time up front 
to get that time back later. So it's a matter of actually deciding, okay, whether it's, you know, a couple of weeks or over six months, you're going to, you know, put all these procedures in place. There's certainly people you can get to come into your business that will write them for them, for you, where you can explain what you do and all those kind of stuff. And there's certainly um, experts like yourself that can automate a lot of the processes as well. And so it's not actually manual, your staff doing it, but there's great programs out there that can do it for you as well. But it really is that mindset and actually going, okay, we're just going to document all our processes now uh, and just going through that process. Now, getting your staff to do it, it really makes them accountable and it's basically just getting them to do it and holding them accountable, whether it's each week or each job, making sure they're following through the procedures and making that part, part of their, their KPIs or performance. And and once you have them in place, when you introduce new staff, they just know to follow that. It's probably the older staff that you know you may have a little bit of drama with, but it's just making them accountable and sticking to these procedures. Yeah. And I suppose that was one of the things I was going to ask you as well is, I mean, what's the difference between... I suppose this sort of goes back more towards well, no, outsourcing in general. Like, how do you decide on on what what's something that should be outsourced and what's something that should be automated? Well, I think that if you can invest in anything that can be automated that provides a better end result should be done. If it's going to be more productive and improve the customer service and things like that, that's a good thing. And a lot of people look at setting up automation as, as a cost, where I really think it's, a, it's an investment. Not only can you save on staff, but you're also, again, improving your customer service, which leads to you know longer-term revenue. So I, I think where possible, try and automate it. If you have the time and patience to go through it, there's a, a big benefit and you'd be even more able to speak on that. It just depends on what you're trying to do and the level yeah. of staff skills that you have as well. Yep. Yeah, it is very specific. Okay. Um, so what can, you know, if I do develop processes and I, I start go down this path of trying to systemize operations and the way that my business runs, what can I expect my business to look like in 12 months time? Well, you certainly would help. Would hope that it's much more productive and that you're getting through jobs quicker and more efficiently, but also that your business is overall growing and having increased profits and revenue because, again, you're saving costs through the productivity, but also you as a business owner, again, is focusing on what you should be focusing on, which is what we talked about in the previous episode. Yep. So really putting in the hard yards now, really return comes back quite quickly and can really let you scale and grow your business much quicker than ever you could. And you know, you hear so many times, if I can't take a holiday and I, I can't do this, I've got to be on the job site every day or I've got to be in the office or I'm on holidays and I've got to have my phone on, that's not a great lifestyle either. Yeah. So it's weighing up what's important and really creating that business that you've always wanted. And it's just making that mindset shift to go down that path because really the nuts and bolts of it are, are quite easy. I think it's more that mindset and fear yeah, the getting over that letting go. Yeah. And just to pull Warwick out of his coma over there, um, from a personal from a per- <laughs> from a personal point of view, was how do you see um, you know the implementation of processes and systems being built into a business affect people's lifestyle and, and the way that their you know their family life and all that kind of stuff? It's only like one of the major things you need to do to get a life, <laughs> and you know it gets said a lot, and, and we've the three of us have all uh, said it before. If you don't actually have the processes in place, it makes it, well, next to impossible to delegate to other people, which means you're going to be stuck doing those things yourself. Mm -hmm. And you can never actually make yourself redundant from the business. 
Yeah. And and so holidays, uh, yeah, I've got a good mate of mine who um, you know, has a, a commercial cleaning business and he set himself a goal of taking, you know, one month out every quarter basically from his business. And uh, there's a bit of a mindset shift, I think, around it, but he's done a lot of work on systems and processes, a lot of automation, obviously able to use technology for booking jobs, collecting payments, all those sorts of things. And, uh, you know, he's looking at, at taking a month in Bali early this year. He's just had a week on Hamilton Island. Everything still runs while he's away. He doesn't have staff. He actually let go of, of a full-time office person. And because he's got all the back-end systems set up in the automation, he's doing a bit of outsourcing both on and offshore. He's making more money. So, you know, I think a lot of times, yeah, the headspace shift, but the processes are what will free you from the business. Yeah. Um, or if you want to stay in the business, that's fine, but they make the results more consistent and uh, predictable for your customers. So they get a great experience. You know, they're giving you good Google reviews because you're sending a follow-up email automatically as soon as they pay their invoice. All that sort of stuff can be done when you've got all those systems and processes in place. Yeah. You and I, I guess at the end of the day, it, it you know, it also means you've, you're getting a bit of time back with your, you know, with loved ones or just doing what you want to do. Like it, I mean, you can guarantee that people don't want to be sending invoices at you know, nine o'clock at night after working... Uh, 10 hours on, on site. People are in business in almost all cases to improve their lifestyle. That's why they got into business in the first place. They wanted financial freedom. They wanted time flexibility, all the stuff that they don't currently have. Yeah. And the thing that delivers on all of that is <laughs> the processes and the systems. Yeah. So, you know, the, the focus of the business owners really needs to be not on doing business, but on improving the business so yep. that they get a life back at some point in the next 10 years. Otherwise, they just end up like my old man, you know, just busting their boiler until they hit either physically can't work anymore if they're on the tools or they just get to retirement age and then that's it. They're done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I suppose getting to the end of this episode now, I'd, I'd like to ask you, uh, do you guys have any tools that you like to typically uh, recommend or suggest that can help with these processes or do we write the processes on the back of the coaster at the pub or, you know, what's the, how do we, how do we actually get this stuff documented? Well, my my uh, number one tool for doing all of this is Michaela. <laughs> so I just you, I just actually it? found yeah I just found a business partner who was really good at all this stuff and then convinced her that she needed to be in business with me. Okay, well that's and not- now I just outsource everything to her. <laughs> that's great. Well, that's not very helpful for anyone other than you. So, um, um, Michaela, so have you got Michaela, anything to contribute? <laughs> well, look, there's certainly um, process apps and programs out there, and like I said, there's experts that you can get in to help you put your processes together. But I mean, it really can be just as simple as having, you know, a, a drive document in Google Apps or on Dropbox or any of those shared programs that list it out. I mean, it really doesn't have to overthink this kind of stuff. You know, there's screen capture programs out there that, uh, you know, there's ones that are free where you get that for five minutes or ones that you purchase for longer if you're actually wanting to capture how you do something. And for a lot of people, just getting the screen to capture how they do something and talking it through is much easier than step-by-step writing it out. Yeah. So, there's all there's those kind of programs. But really, it's just a, a matter of, you know, getting a doc and starting putting stuff in it. It really can be that simple. Yeah. Um, but And there's more tools we'll talk about when you're managing a remote team and that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I don't know if you've come across any other tools other than a special that our guys need to use. Yeah, look, I, I mean, I'm a big fan of um, Google, Google Apps. So, we try and get all of our guys 
on Google Apps just to, I mean, primarily get their emails in the cloud. So they're not, you know, it's not sitting on their uh, on their desktop computer at home. And of course, with Google Apps, you do get all that cloud, all the cloud documentation, cloud storage, all that facility, which is just an amazing tool. And, it, and more than anything, it allows collaboration, as you guys know. So, you know, if you do have guys out on site, you can be collaborating on the same document or you can have people potentially amending documents if they're given permission to do so. Like it's, um, it, it, it sort of opens that whole world up of, you know, getting things done in real time, um, as well as the obvious one of, you know, replacing the old filing cabinet in the office, which people, I mean, you're never going to, people aren't going to go rummaging through the filing cabinet to dig up a system on how to, you know, pitch a roof. <laughs> that's just yeah, the reality. that's right. And I mean, I guess the other thing is to say, you know, for outsourcing in particular to work, it really needs, your programs need to be on the cloud. So it is that real-time handling and no double up and things like that. But yeah. as far as actually managing your processes, I mean, really just, just having a central you know, shared library of documents is really all you need to get started. Yep. All right, cool. Look, I think that pretty much wraps that up. Um, is there anything that you think we've missed there? Wake up, Warwick. Oh, sorry. Are we still talking <laughs> systems and processes? You know what? Uh, my thing is to do exactly the opposite of what I've just, uh, you know, mucked around with is get excited about systems and processes because the whole point of being a business owner is if you want to get the results that a business can give you for your life is you've got to figure out how to stop doing all the stuff and the, and the absolute key to that is developing the processes, the systems, the procedures, the assets, you know, finding the tools, the technology, all that stuff so that other people can do all of that for you. Exactly. And then your job is just to make sure everybody's using the systems that you know work because you developed them all and then you just sit back and pull the money off the top. A colleague of mine always said the only system you should really need to create as the business owner is the system on how to create systems. Yep. And then let's let everyone else create the systems for you. <laughs> Absolutely right, mate. <laughs> All right. Well, that's great, guys. Thank you for um, that insight there on developing processes that can replace you and your business. I think we'll wrap that episode up for now, and then we're going to come back um, with the next episode, which is where we're going to be talking about building a power remote team. So uh, looking forward to that. Thanks again, guys, for stopping by. Cheers, mate. And uh, we will speak to you in the next episode. <laughs> So if you haven't already, head across to the SiteShed.com and register for our Toolbox Talks where you'll be regularly sent great episodes just like this straight to your inbox so you'll never miss one. Uh, if you want to join the community, you can head across to the SiteShed.com forward slash members where for a small monthly fee, you'll get access to regularly updated training material as well as access to our forum where you can mingle and collaborate with trade-based business owners just like you from all over the world. If you're enjoying this podcast, please head across to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate it, and it helps us spread the word and reach the masses. Likewise, if you know anyone that might benefit from the content we create, then please go ahead and share this with them. You've been listening to Toolbox Talks by The Site Shed. For more great content just like this, head across to thesiteshed.com and join the amazing community of savvy trade-based business owners. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Please, if you did, head across to iTunes and leave us a review. We would very much appreciate that. Anyway, if you are a project-based trade business and you work in solar or bathroom renovations or kitchen renovations or roofing or something along those lines, and you would like to see some of the results that we've been showcasing in our marketing on for your business, thousands of percent return on ad spend, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, 7,000, 
13,000% return on ad spend. Please head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. That's tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. It will be well worth the conversation. And I can't wait to chat with you. Ciao.